Hello, hello, hello. Hey, it's me, Todd Johnson, your host from the podcast series, Winning with Todd Johnson. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for taking the time to spend with me and my lovely guest uh, on this afternoon. As I said before, I try to bring the best, or no, not try, I do bring the best uh, to this uh, podcast series, Winning with Todd Johnson, to be able to share with you guys the strategies, and they all revolve around, you know, the four concepts I talk about all day, every day. Uh, the first is serving, the second is passion, and the third is compassion, and the fourth is the will to win. So, hey guys, without any further ado, I will introduce my lovely host because she's my wife, and we did advertisement uh, on Instagram and as well as Facebook to allow people to know uh quite a number of her accomplishments that she's done thus far. So without any further ado, I'll go ahead and introduce to you guys my lovely wife, Holly Johnson. Hello. Hi, everybody. I'm glad I'm here. I'm excited. So so with, with that being said, before we get started on, on, on the actual topic, tell these wonderful listeners uh, the things you've, you've done up until this point in the most important thing one of the most important things you've done this far that we're both excited about i'll let you share it with the listeners um well i am my day job i guess you could say is a registered nurse i'm a case manager and i've been a registered nurse for 30 years i've been in the healthcare field for 30 years so um it's all about helping and encouraging people that's that's my passion that's what i do best and that's what's inside me to do <gasps> So, Hello. um, uh, I, you, you said, okay, I, I don't think I answered the whole question. No, no, no. Well, so I, they talking what about it? what uh, the big announcement we have about what you've accomplished. I mean, oh. this big, oh, the big, th- yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, there we yeah, go. yeah, yeah, there my book, my book, I have a book that's going to be coming out. It's called be you identify your purpose, uh, and live it. So it's all about doing what you were born to do and being who you were born to be and impacting the world with it because everyone has a purpose so that's what the book is about it helps you identify it it helps you live it and um they're going to be some there will be some aids that are coming out uh, in the future after this book really shortly to really help you write things out and just step by step but the first book is just to get you on track with your purpose if you've happened to fall off or if you have no idea what it is so that's what the first book is all about awesome so so also enlighten us and tell us uh, a little bit about um, how purpose so let me back up so I oftentimes will have all, all ask all the guests on the show um, you know define what purpose is to you so I'm asking you the same question purpose is what God created you to do to affect people around you, to affect uh, your environment, to affect your world. What is it that he created you specifically to do? And your destiny is, people mix that up sometimes, but destiny is when you get there, but purpose is on your way there, doing what you need to do to get to that destiny. So um, that's what purpose is. that makes sense or makes phenomenal sense so how does that tie into passion how does it tie into passion oh wow I think you have to have passion 
to even begin to work effectively in your purpose because your purpose is made up of your passions, your dreams, and your imagination. So without passion, you'll be lacking a little bit. I think without it, it, you'll just sort of be floundering around like if you're in the (laughs) ocean and you're just flapping, really no direction. You're just swimming or treading water in one spot. You're using a lot of energy, but you're not really moving. So passion is that fuel that gets you going in that direction. And um, it keeps you on that path. So without that passion, you tend to flounder around. It's almost like you don't have any direction. I would say it would be the wind underneath uh, the eagle's wings. That's what your passion is. Excellent. So execute. So passion, you can't really work your purpose and you can't really be a go-getter and make things happen least you have passion which leads me to the second question for you if someone like and I ask all the guests these questions if someone lacks passion from your experience and your thoughts how can they get more passion how can you get you guys I'm, I'm sitting right next to Todd and I'm looking at me she's laughing he's doing she's he's laughing. doing such a good job because I hear him do this podcast all the time but I'm never sitting next to him while he's doing it and he's just like a natural person to do this podcast. So I'm just looking at him. He's just doing such a good job. Thanks, babe. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. So you said, um, repeat that. <laughs> I said, babe, if a person <laughs> lacks passion, how can he or she or they get the passion that they're lacking? So if you're oh, lacking, how do we get more? Oh. Yes. You know, I think that when you're talking about purpose moving forward and winning, you if you're listening to this podcast you have passion there is something inside of you that wants to win there's something inside of you that um, knows that there's something out there for me that's better than where I am right now and that's the beginning of it it's just finding out what it is and that's the part that's easy too because it's in there because you're listening to this podcast so you're thinking well how, how do I know I have passion in, and what is it about? What gets what would get you up every day to a point where you won't care about payment or how comfortable you are? What gets you up is to do that thing. I want to do that thing. It's in me. I could do it every day of my life, 24-7 if I needed to. I just want to do that thing. And that thing, and that need to do that is your passion. So I do think that everyone has a degree of it, but they have to identify it as that. We sort of ignore all those things. We ignore our dreams, our passions, our imaginations because everyday life sort of numbs it down a bit but we have to sort of look at life in a different way and it's full of passion and it's full of your imagination and things that you need to do things that you want to do uh, because you've got it it's like a fire right right so so what that how that relates to being in sales what she just said finding out what trips your trigger for me being in, in in sales pharmaceutical sales it's being able to want to make a difference with that physician, right? And then that physician, whether it's a neurologist, anesthesiologist, 
is his or her job to make a difference with that patient. So for me, it's like, if I don't get to him or her, then how can they get to him or her? And that how can they get the relief they need from the medication I have? If I don't have enough wherewithal, enough get up and go to be able to fight through uh, uh, sometimes the busyness of the office, fight through the attitude of the offices of the of, of the office staff and just just sit tight if I have to. That's my, so I've identified what my passion is. So for me, it's so much easier to block out everything and have that focused mentality to be able to make a difference. And listeners, if you're, please do listen. This is what you have to have. My wife just described it as finding out what trips your trigger, what makes you motivated, what makes you go. Once you get a hold of that thing, develop it. And then your passion, I think, tell me if I'm wrong, your passion kind of grows. But if you don't, it, the example you gave, it's almost like being out in the ocean. I was in the Navy and how that works out. You flounder around. I mean, the ocean is a big, 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 big spot, big space, right? And so, But the crazy thing about the water is that no matter how much water there is on the outside, it can't sink the vessel least it gets on the inside. So it's almost like you having a fire starting on the inside, finding out what your passion is, and it spreads. Would you, what do you think about that? Yeah, uh, it, it's like a, having a fire. Like you said, uh, you sink when the water gets on the inside. So imagine you've got this fire, and you're thinking about things, and that water that seeps in can come in lots of different forms. So ah. by him saying that, you know, it could come in by... Oh, negativity, doubt, fear, uh, you know, thinking, I really, I want to do this, but I don't think I can. That's the water creeping in. So, um, like he said, you can't sink unless you let the water creep in. So don't let the water creep in. Keep it out. Keep the negativity out. Uh, the people around you that's giving you negativity, ask them to exit, you know, uh, erase all that because that's just water on your fire and you don't want that you just want to you want a burning fire you want it to get bigger and bigger and bigger it's almost like um when you have what is it Todd? like when cars you have different levels of power or oh, the gears like when you switch gears like um, you can go really fast and you can go really slow and right so here's an example we have um a uh, uh, 2121 as uh, a volvo uh, x-class V60, and it has different driving driving modes. You like to have it in the uh, uh, the eco driving mode. I like to have it in the hit push that button, and it's in the performance mode, which means it moves. So she likes to go a little slow. On the other hand, I like to push that button and put that thing in. They call it a cruising mode or fast mode. I forget the, the, the proper title, but there's a big difference. And I thought about something. You were talking about this water. Water is beautiful but it can be deadly, right? So we can enjoy the company of people around us, but if we, you gave an example about letting things in and the conversations and the passion is so, 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 so important. I mean, you can't, if it's worth, you know what I'm gonna say, if it's worth winning, if it's worth doing, it's worth winning, doing it. And Brian gave an example last podcast series about how you surround yourself with people who are going the same direction that you're going. Because if you don't, you'll find yourself confused and set back. Would you totally. give some insight on that? Yeah. 
you'll get distracted and then they'll they'll start saying you know this looks better let's try this let's move forward this is a shortcut we can work together and get this going over here and and you think you know is this pushing me toward my purpose or is it pushing me toward your purpose <laughs> am i helping you get to your purpose or is this affecting my purpose or i'm conf you know you so they can they can disguise it as oh let's sure. come on let's let's do this together and they're totally going the opposite direction but you have to be so focused in on and in tune to what you are supposed to be doing and that's not hard you just know what you're supposed to be doing if you're supposed to be doing a and you know it and this person is talking about b then it is what it is they're b in your a so don't go to that b spot stay in your a spot so it's not difficult to stay focused that's all you have to do is just accept and recognize that you are a and they are b or c or d so once you realize that you stick to it you accept that that's me that's just me that's what i do this is what i'm gonna do this is my purpose it's only my purpose it's no one else's purpose it won't work for anybody else ah so we have to you said a and b so we want to be an a plus in sales so the goal is the goal <laughs> is just not to be and you said it i mean you you guys have listened to this podcast long enough to know that i want to be the best and i want you to be the best in the world i know that may seem a little, a little bodacious at times but the reality of the matter is you are called to be one of the best, or if not the best in the world at what you do. So in order to be able to do that, that passion plays a role in it. Can you think of one time, Holly, where uh, passion helped you get to the next level and be the best in your field uh, as being a registered nurse? One time where passion helped you be the best in that role as a registered nurse? Well, I can think back when I was in nursing school at the very beginning um, maybe my second year and we had we had clinicals at a facility that was for people with Alzheimer's and it was sort of a slash rehab assistant living uh, nursing home type of building really beautiful inside though and we were all assigned a patient and you kept that patient for that whole time so uh, I had a patient who, uh, a male patient, he was tall, he was about 6'2", he was thin, he had this great mustache, all white mustache, really thick. If you know Sam Elliott, the actor, he reminded me of Sam Elliott, but he stood really erect, straight, and he had his chin always up <laughs> in the air. So he walked around like he had an air about him. And um, this guy would never speak to me he would never speak to anybody. He would just walk around with his chin up in the air. <laughs> like, like, I am the best of the best. But I'm sure that's not what was going on. That was sure. just his demeanor. So um, every day, well, not every day, I'd say about two times a week for weeks, I would go in, help the aide, get them together in the morning, feed them, dress them. Sometimes I gave them a shave. We go for walks. I put like a gate belt around him because he needed help walking, and uh, we would walk up and down the aisles. We would sit out, 
look outside. I talked to him. He would never repeat anything, say anything. He did not speak. He did not speak to me at all. But I just loved this patient. It was something about him that I just wanted. I couldn't wait to go see him. But he never spoke to me. He said nothing. <laughs> I mean, he, he wouldn't even look at me in the eye. And this is part of his disease process. But it was something about him that wanted, that made me want to see him. And I, I was so excited about going to take care of him. So excited, so excited. So week after week after week, week after week, we do the same thing. We walk, I feed him, and repeat, repeat, repeat. One day we were sitting on a bench and we were looking outside and I was just talking to him, but he never looks at me and he never speaks. Even when he sits, his chin is up. So he's sitting there really straight and he would cross his legs. He always crossed his legs and they were long. <laughs> so his feet would touch the floor, like the top of his toes on the shoes, almost touched the floor. So we were looking outside and an old car came by, a really old car. And I heard him say, I had one of those. And I, I, I looked at him and I said, I wanted to grab that moment. And I said, well, what color was it? And as soon as he said, I had one of those, he left again. And he was gone. And and I sort of, um, oh, baby. it just, it really, uh, it made me realize that I, um, I wanted to help him. And that was my passion because I really wanted to help. You did. You helped him. I wanted to help him, but he left as soon as he said that. And uh, I hadn't heard his voice ever, and I never heard it since then. Uh, so that was that showed me that like cinched it. It was like nursing right. was it. That was it. That was he gave me the passion that I um that cinched the deal. That was like it. I knew I wanted to help people. But when I had him, he, I mean, that was like almost 30 years ago. Wow. And I still remember him. I, I remember his face. I remember his mustache. Um, I remember his, the way he would walk. And um, I just, it, that was a moment for me for nursing. So without him or without that experience, I don't, I don't, know if my passion would have been as extreme at that moment i think it would have grown to be but sure um at that moment he cinched it i mean after i was done with that um part of my clinical that was it it was just if i had a doubt or um hesitation it was totally gone because he just set whatever I had more on fire because I was like, he, I, I just have to help him and, and other people. Um, and, and Alzheimer's is such um, debilitating disease, not just for the patient, but for the family. So if you're out there and you, you, you have that in your family or friends, I do understand that. Just um, hold on to those spots when they come back and and you can see it, hold on to those. But 
that was it. I don't remember his, his name, but I remember him. And he was my passion. He was just the one that he just did it. He did it for me. Wow. So thanks so much, Holly. So you see, you see the connection? Your passion oftentimes is tied to making a difference or attached to someone other than yourself, another purpose other than yourself. Uh, we can't be so short-sighted to have what we think is passion only help or make a difference for ourselves, right? Make a difference only for me and I, that type of thing. And the example I have, although it won't come close to anywhere as the example you just described as making a difference in a patient's life, the passion I can recall that really made a difference for me with this particular company was uh, with a company, um, publicly traded company. I inherited the territory uh, that wasn't doing well that this other guy had. And um, I didn't know how bad it was uh, until I, you know, we had, um, I had one, I was number one in the country with this particular company. And I was talking to my manager, how do I differentiate myself in the process to getting recognition? He said, sell this one product like there's no tomorrow. I did that, whatever, whatever, finish up my one. But here's what I found out after the fact. That that particular territory, the person that inherited that territory was going to get put on what we call in my profession a PIP, right? So a PIP stands for Performance Improvement Plan. Now, I just had gotten hired with this company and they put me in this territory. How can you put someone on the performance improvement plan if they just got hired a month into it? So what got me through was the passion you're describing, how you felt. Now it's pale in comparison, but I had fire underneath me to wanting to make a difference, to make a difference in patients' life. And that's what carried me to become number one in the country. So listeners of this podcast series, winning with Todd Johnson, your passion has to be tied to something bigger than yourself. If it's really going to be sustainable and keep you, it has to be bigger than what you are. It's not about you. It's about the people you can help become better. Would you agree to that, Holly? Yeah, it's supposed to be that way. Some of us think more about what what we can do, but it's not about just you because there are there are people who are actually waiting for you to do it. They're waiting for you to act on your passion because you have something that they need. You you wouldn't have it unless it was gonna have a major effect. Your your purpose is, you wouldn't have it for just nothing. And nothing is just when you use it for yourself because no one else is getting any benefit from it. It turns into nothing. So I guess another thing would be selfishness. Um, would be it so if you want to be effective with your purpose it can't be selfish can't be selfishly motivated but if you just want to do your purpose and just not affect anybody I don't know I, I don't even think that you can do your purpose and not affect people I think it's impossible yeah you you it's have impossible. to you have to uh, you will have to if you do your purpose you have to touch and affect the world in some way shape or form so I don't know if you can be selfish and have a purpose. So can watch you? this. It's almost like you, you can do that. If in fact you can tell me how to remove wetness from water, if you can tell me how to remove <laughs> hotness from fire, 
you figure that out, then you can do your purpose without affecting your passion, without affecting your yeah. purpose, affecting people. It's impossible. Right. Because what you have okay. is directly tied to making a difference for someone else. Now, in, 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 in the offset of that, you become blushed. Something happens to you because you're focusing on other people with your passion. Yeah. That's the only way that can be done. Right. Would That's you agree? The only way. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking like, um, you know, some people who, you know, some people say, well, I want to make money. I want to make a lot of money and, and my purpose is going to get me a lot of money. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And that's okay because money comes with fulfilling. It's like a byproduct of your purpose. But I always talk about two examples, like um, Mother Teresa fulfilled her purpose and she didn't get paid that I know of. And then you've got Bill Gates who continues to fulfill his purpose, but he is a multi, multi multi money man billionaire so beyond a doubt. um you could either do your purpose with money or you can do your purpose without money but <laughs> i guess you can't you just can't do your purpose without affecting everybody and i guess the selfishness can come in in different ways but um you can definitely uh you know affect the world with your purpose and i think that's a given that's a given but I guess the selfishness is sometimes we tend to just think about what am I going to get from it? What am I going to get from my, my purpose? What about me? I want to focus on me. That can creep in, but by you affecting another person, that will be automatic. And I don't even think that it could be negative because if it's your purpose, it's a good thing, it's a solid thing, and it's, it's going to affect positively. So, you know, there is no such thing as a negative purpose. There's no such thing as a negative purpose. I agree. So, so here we go. Listeners, you already know what we're going to do. So the call to action for you is to really, really, really search deep from within and to ask yourself this question, my passion, where is it at? Right? My passion. This is part two of it, right? Part one. What am I doing with my passion, right? Because if I'm not doing something with it. You're not doing anything. There we go. I was waiting for her to say that. So, hey, listen, it's Todd Johnson and Holly Johnson from the podcast series Winning with Todd Johnson. We're preparing to sign up. But before we do that, I wanted to tell you where you can listen to this awesome podcast uh, series Winning with Todd Johnson. It, you can listen to us on the platform of Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, as well as Anchor. So, hey, you listen. You might want to tell them again. Okay, I'll slow it down. I'm so sorry. Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, which is iTunes, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Spotify, there as well you as. Go. Is that nice? A little bit there slower. She, she keeps me kind of on track and on focus, and I mean it sincerely. So, hey, listen, this is Todd Johnson and Holly Johnson. Uh, signing off from the podcast series, Winning with Todd Johnson. We don't take your time for granted. We thank you for your time. We spent together 27 minutes and 18 seconds. Hey, so this will be uploaded on Facebook as well as IG. We thank you guys so much uh, be to, for being able to spend the time with us. And before she just poked me, said, wait a minute, I want to say something. So I'm sorry, sweetie. Go ahead. I just want to say it was so fun. <laughs> I like being a guest on the podcast, so I'll be back. I'm sure I will be back to talk to you guys about the next subject. Right? Of course you will. Of course you will. <laughs> so, hey, listen, in all sincerity, 
uh, Holly Johnson and, and me, Todd Johnson, really thank you for thinking enough of us to listen and to download. Let me ask you guys to do this. Share this series, this podcast. This will be series or series.